0: Hello and welcome to MedBits. I'm Matthew Sajjan. And I'm Javeen Patel. We are two undergraduate students with a passion for medicine. This podcast will focus on increasing our understanding of medicine together in a concise format.
1: We'll be exploring a variety of topics, such as the latest news in medicine, medical conditions, interesting research papers, and the culture of
0: the healthcare world. Check in with us every week to stay up to date and learn a little more in just a few minutes.
1: On this episode of MedBits, we're continuing our discussion of the cardiovascular system. We'll start off today by talking about blood types. In terms of blood types, whether you have type A, B, O, or AB blood has to do with which antibodies and which antigens you have. Type A and B are codominant, while type O is recessive. Someone with type A blood will have A antigens and anti-B antibodies, while this is reversed in people who have type B blood. People with type AB blood will have both antigens and no antibodies, while those with type O blood will have both antibodies and no antigens. This isn't something that we need to memorize, but to understand conceptually. Simply put, your blood type refers to which antigen you have. Since people with AB blood don't have any sort of antibodies in their plasma, they can receive any type of blood. On the other hand, those with type O blood have both antibodies in their plasma, so they can only receive blood from other people who are type O. However, since these antibodies are found in the plasma and not in the blood, type O blood can be donated to any other blood type since this blood doesn't contain any sort of antigens. There is a big caveat here though. Let's add another layer of complexity to this. We have to not only look at the antigens of the blood, but also the Rh factor. This is why we hear about O positive and O negative blood. O negative blood is a universal donor and AB positive blood is a universal acceptor. Rh Factor is a shortened form of Rhesius Factor, which is an inherited protein on the surface of red blood cells. Rh positive is more dominant and more common in the population. If someone is already negative, they will create anti-rh antibodies if they are exposed to Rh positive blood. This is why the blood of a mother and her baby is usually tested in pregnancy. If a mother is rh negative and her baby is rh positive this can complicate things since the mom's blood could produce antibodies that attack the baby's blood a physician will need to determine a course of action to protect the baby while it's in the mother's uterus next let's talk a little bit about coagulation when a blood vessel gets damaged there is collagen and tissue factor underneath that layer of endothelial cells that gets exposed. This causes a coagulation cascade, which results in a clot forming over the area that was damaged. Essentially, how this works is that the platelets will bind to the collagen that was exposed, which is then stabilized by a substance known as fibrin. Now, Fibrin is activated by another substance known as thrombin. Of course, We also need a way to break down these clots, and that's achieved through a substance called plasmin. Finally, let's talk a little bit about how gas and solute exchange occurs in the cardiovascular system. There's a couple of different forces that we need to know. There's hydrostatic pressure, osmotic pressure, and oncotic pressure. Inside the blood vessel, we have fluid, and the pressure that this fluid exerts is what we call hydrostatic pressure. We also have osmotic pressure. So osmotic pressure is the pressure that draws the water toward the solutes. Finally, there's also oncotic pressure. So oncotic pressure is osmotic pressure, but this is the pressure that's due to the proteins that are involved. Lastly, we want to talk about cooperative binding. So, all cooperative binding means is that when we have oxygen that's being carried by hemoglobin, hemoglobin has these four subunits. When oxygen binds to one of these subunits, the affinity for oxygen among the remaining subunits increases. And the reverse is true as well, because as each oxygen leaves, the affinity of the remaining subunits for oxygen decreases. This concludes our series on the cardiovascular system. Thank you for coming along with us on this journey. That's all we have for you on this episode of MedBits. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.